0: zip up your hats and get ready to watch some kids die it's time for sounds about light a podcast about kingdom hearts unchained key i'm sam
1: i'm drew we both got sick but they can't keep a good podcast down sorry for the delay (laughs) yeah the darkness gathering in my heart almost got me but I'm, i'm doing better i told you to take that bangle off but it looks so good you're
0: supposed to take off the banklet of dark and put on the anklet of good
1: yeah but i I've designed my entire outfit around this bangle i can't I can't change it now. Just put on a belt on your wrist or something, or where are you wearing the bangle uh i <laughs> yeah it's one of four belts I already have around my waist. <laughs> the bangle is holding the belts up. That's right you know it's not it's not great for podcast recording. I have to edit out quite a lot of clinking. yeah, I'm constantly jingling and jangling over here <laughs> but
0: you know i'm I'm the greatest editor of all time, so nobody ever notices that's right. That's right. Well, we finished Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. What did you think of the end of it?
1: Ah, uh, that it doesn't really seem like much of an ending.
0: No, well, it's
1: not. It's not really an ending. It's it's basically the end of Act One. Right. And and in that perspective, um, well, it's interesting. I don't really know what you know. I guess yeah. I think that's the thing. Is it definitely could not stand on its own because it has a lot more has a lot more things to answer still. Hmm. I think I said uh,
0: last time at the very end that we were going to be meeting a whole bunch of new characters because, uh, A, I was wrong. Apologies. Uh, yeah, the beginning of Union Cross, we're going to meet all the new Union leaders, and I was really excited for that, but it didn't happen. But we did meet one new character. We met Strelitzia. Yeah. What did you think of Strelitzia? We can we can get into it properly when we get there, but what did you think of Strelitzia?
1: There's not much to know about Strelitzia. They're just kind of sad. She's a bit
0: of a controversial character because her main arc when we get to know her is about her, some would say, stalking the player.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely writing that fine line of stalking, for sure. I I think
0: it is. I, I tend to lean towards it's not menacing and it is just sad.
1: Yeah, it just more seems like she's lonely and has noticed Dennis... Uh, as we all would, because of his big crown and shiny, shiny keyblade. Um, <laughs> and is just kind of admiring from afar. I mean, these are children, and it just feels like he's the boy across the playground. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> she noticed him because he he stands out because he's so plain, because he isn't wearing a moogle head or a pumpkin head.
1: It's got to be pretty refreshing. He's only wearing a gigantic crown. Yeah, just a big crown and like, very, very silly keyblades.
0: Uh-huh. Uh... We start this time with a little, a little flash-forward teaser of Dennis lying on the ground in the middle of the newly formed Keyblade Graveyard,
1: dying, question mark? Yep, my notes say this is very goth to be sleeping in the middle of a graveyard. <laughs> what about, what? Is it more or less goth that it's Keyblades? They're pretty goth Keyblades, a lot of them. They've got a lot of spiky edges on them and stuff. That is true. Uh We then, we flash back to a few days before,
0: Chirithi and Dennis see a couple of Keyblade wielder boys arguing in the Fountain Plaza, and uh, against Chirithi's urging, Dennis jumps in the middle and tries to break up the fight. They're arguing over Lux, what else is new, you took my light, you are a dark boy, stop it, I'll kill you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's sad to see Chirithi because Chirithi hates the fighting, and that made me feel bad. Yeah, um, but yeah, Dennis doesn't do a very good job of diffusing the situation.
0: No, it's not his fault though. Things things have gone pretty pretty deep, you know.
1: Yeah, the foretellers are pretty bad at what they're doing pretty much across the board it seems like <laughs> no they're very
0: good at what they're doing which is following the master's orders to bring about the end of the world
1: <laughs> that's true they're really good at bringing about the end of the world that's a really good point mission accomplished <laughs> just put up a huge banner over the keyblade graveyard we did it <laughs> i would love to see that
0: <laughs> uh so Skuld runs in remember Skuld? it's been a long time for us yeah hey Scold. hey Skuld, i remember you Skald runs in and says, your Keyblades aren't to fight each other, they're to fight the darkness. And then one of the boys says, yeah, well, if you're taking my light, you're basically a heartless when you think about it. (laughs) And then I think like 20 more Keyblade wielders just run in from off screen like, fuck yeah, let's
1: do this. Yeah, I think these people just wanted to kill each other anyway. Um, yeah, the line's they really- They want to be on the leaderboards and get the big prize. <laughs> the line's really intense. Anyone who tries to steal the light is no different than a monster of darkness. Yeah. It's like, I think they are. They... <laughs> have you seen a monster of darkness? It's pretty different. They have fought quite a few of them. Right. Uh, but then Ased gets here. I think- Oh, I have a
0: note here. Uh, I'll I'll get to it. I couldn't remember. I can't remember right now. Yes. Okay. Yes, here it is. This is a scene where Ased shows up and asks what your union is. And then in this video, uh, Dennis says, unicornus, and then Ased immediately kicks his ass. So I wanted to know, does that happen
1: if you are in Ased's Ursus union? Yes. Oh, he just kicks your ass (laughs) anyway? He is here to fight. That's, I mean, that's on brand for Ased. Yeah.
0: But yeah, he shows up and says, uh, yeah, the war's already started. There's no way to tell who's fallen to darkness. Uh, the only proof of strength is victory, and a strong union is proof of justice. I think that he doesn 't he say that he 's like trying to make his own union like like not not his union but a new union
1: Well, yeah, he basically is saying that yeah he 's gonna make the strongest union, and by just having just finding all the strongest people and forming a union that 's how they 'll end they 'll i guess stave off the end of the world by being the strongest or something like that
0: he's he's basically trying to do the dandelions but instead of finding all the nicest people he's finding all the strongest people
1: right when he says like the dandelions are ava demonstrating her power which is like yeah sure dude that's exact that sounds a lot like ava (laughs) (laughs) what is the strong version of a dandelion the strong version of a dandelion i mean something that
0: you blow on but it doesn't flutter everywhere like a thistle <laughs> the, the first thing that came to mind for me is the three little pigs uh house of uh house of bricks.
1: House of bricks is what's it's house of bricks is pretty good for a set. It sounds like you don't get the idiom brick house. <laughs> He's uh how you say house of bricks? <laughs> Yeah, sed walks up to Dennis and says, How would you like to join my House of Bricks? Now that just sounds like a JoJo, like, I don't know, gang and or <laughs> stand. Or in no a House of Bricks. Which is Brick House. That's just, that's just the English. <laughs> yeah, that's the localized version. Yeah, so you hear him say Brick House and it says House of Bricks underneath it. <laughs> Strong House. Strong House. Not fall down
0: building. <laughs> Uh but yeah, uh Ased huffs and puffs and uh defeats Dennis very handily uh because he's gigantic mm-hmm. and an adult.
1: And just a straight uh, up he... fascist now, like very openly.
0: Yeah, that's an issue that I have with I mean, I guess it's not an issue with Unchained Key. I guess it's more of an issue with union uh uh, uh back cover because I feel like this does not read as the Ased that we've gotten to know from the like cutscene movie. Mm-hmm. I guess we're meant to believe that they've all gone dark mode.
1: Yeah, he's just gotten really pissed off by getting almost killed, I think, by his friends, which is I guess fair. Um mm-hmm. although I I guess I don't think it's fair to say, Oh, you kicked my ass so hard I became a fascist. I still don't think that's okay. But um Yeah, that's
0: that's like Twitter stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh era arrives though, and I, w- I would say a little bit uh <laughs> meekly considering what he just did just sort of tells a said off it's mm. like don't don't beat up the kids yeah. don't beat up our students and
1: i said like whatever yeah does a said say that era's been fueling the flame or something like that yeah
0: because uh he's competing for lux which Yeah, this is another, this is another one of those things that's kind of weird because the way that we've experienced this is all in chronological order by splicing back cover in. But if you played this, uh, on its own without watching back cover, like as this was running, you would have no context of like the Gula stuff and him telling Ava he's trying to summon Kingdom Hearts or whatever. So all that you would have known is the, the, the foretellers are fighting. And now they're trying to get the most Lux. So with our additional context of the Gula stuff, I think that Ased
1: accusing Ira of something here is a little bit, a little bit broken. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, Ased's not really thinking it through. I think that's just where we gotta be at. He doesn't know how. No, does not know how. Um, Yeah. Okay. This is where Ased says his just evil plan, right? To, to, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to just win and beat all the other unions. Yeah, if I beat up enough kids hard enough, then
0: I will have the strongest kids, and then we can just kick all the other masters out.
1: And that'll save the world, he thinks.
0: Um, yeah, and Ira's like, that'll never work, and Assad says, let's find out on the battlefield, bitch. Uh, he leaves through a portal, all the Keyblade wielders disperse, uh, it's now just Skald Ira, and Dennis. And Skald says, hey, uh, Master Ira, what did he mean about the uh, battlefield? And Ira just says, what fate intended. <laughs>
1: Cool. They're not very good at talking to asks, children.
0: Yeah, Skald asks why. Uh, why would anyone fight in a war that they know will have no winners? And Ira says that's exactly the point—to make sure there are no winners, which is pretty nuts.
1: Yeah, it's rough. I mean, it. I mean, that is the goal, right? I guess, like. It, it is... what's
0: that that famous quote from call of duty loading screens That's like war does not determine who is right only who is left Era's like fuck that a good war determines
1: that no one is left <laughs> well it is interesting too because it's like Era seems to have uh interpreted the master's plans as being you know I, the world's gonna end but there can't be a winner why would it i mean yeah what happens if there's a winner does the world not end and it just gets bad or what's the deal I don't know. I don't
0: know if he's, if he's saying the, uh, the point is to make sure there are no winners in the sense of, like, that would go against the prophecy, and we can't do that because it would potentially destroy the timeline or something, or if he's saying we can't let someone win
1: because then they have Kingdom Hearts and can rewrite the world or something. Yeah, or just the imbalance of power or something, but... Okay, yeah. It's a pretty... Yeah, I just
0: feel like we... It's pretty bleak. Yeah, I, I just feel like we maybe are a little bit past the question of balance of power when we're talking about everyone being dead. Yeah. I guess it's like, hey, if if all of my people have to die, then all of your people have
1: to die. It's not fair if one of us gets to survive. Yeah, I get that. The, I mean, they really trusted their master, and I guess we don't really have the context for why they trust the Master of Masters so much, Um. He gave them their animal masks. Yeah, there had to be more. There had to be some way he built his <laughs> reputation, I would hope. Because uh, right now, it's just they like, actually, yeah, this guy seems like, what if we all just walked away from it? Then what? It's prophecy. Yeah. You can't. Can't. True. Uh,
0: so Dennis passes out from getting his ass kicked. And now we meet Strelitzia. Uh, she is narrating about her favorite spot, which is just sitting on the roof of a house uh, overlooking the Fountain Plaza with her own cheerathy, uh, she says, "Over the past couple of years, uh, she made a few friends here and there, but nobody ever really stuck around in her life. There was only one constant, which was a boy with a crown and a very powered-up Gotcha Keyblade <laughs> named Dennis. But she never, she never actually spoke to him. She just noticed him at the fountain one day, looking, looking sad." Hugging his Cheroy, trying to hold back tears that of course we know is the day that uh, Ephemer broke their promise and didn't show up, and then after that day she every time they crossed paths on missions, she always noticed him, and she always wanted to say hello, but she never had the courage sad so she's a sad she's a sad lonely girl uh we've all we've all had that happen when we uh notice like a series of letters and numbers on a license plate, and then we start seeing them everywhere. I think that's what the movie The Number 23 is about.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, We all remember when we were in our child army, we saw the the cute kid in the other child army, and we pined for them. (laughs) I actually don't, I don't know, does does it ever mention what union she's in? No, I guess not.
0: Uh, I don't think it ever comes up. She says that uh, they cross paths on missions, which
1: makes me think they might be in the same union. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I thought maybe she was in Ava's union, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. They never really say.
0: I don't know. But she notices Dennis over, over time when she's just keeping an eye on him. She notices that he's starting to sort of doubt their purpose here in Daybreak Town. And she, she wonders what he's seen. She wonders what he knows. She wonders what he's been through. But above all, she hopes that someday they can become friends. And then one day, old master Ava finds her hanging out on the bridge... We we learn now that she is in fact a dandelion, and yeah. Ava asks her for a little favor. Always good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it is better to be chosen as a dandelion than the alternative, pretty much, because you don't. That's true. You don't have to die. So
0: <laughs> that's true. Well, this isn't her being chosen as a dandelion; she's already a dandelion. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, she gets a job. Uh, this is where Ava hands her a little green book that we've seen before. This is the union leaders rule book that I think we saw last time whenever the hell that was Yeah, Strelitzia is gonna be I guess the new Ava the new uh, <laughs> the new shy too nice for this girl who also is one of the five presidents
1: of the world was she the the union leader or a union leader was the idea that the dandelions will also have multiple unions or is Strel- yes okay. this was talked
0: about one or two episodes ago okay, yeah. Uh, yeah that there there will still be
1: five unions that's right so, so, so you'll be one of the leaders war. yeah <laughs> yes yeah and so that's right Obviously, says like you so you'll be a union leader but the thing is just don't tell people about how climate change is coming cuz you're going to just really bum people out <laughs> like the world...
0: yes although in this in this metaphor the phrase climate change is coming uh means that climate change is a big mob of <laughs> Of people with weapons on the horizon who will be here very soon. (laughs) True.
1: Yeah. It is like Uh, climate change, though, because the fight does create, you know, a Kingdom Hearts or something. So, mm -hmm. yeah, which is is what climate change is. I think that's what climate change is. Um, Yeah, I
0: also think that because I only can view things through the lens of Kingdom Hearts. Right.
1: (laughs) Yep. That's where I'm at now. At at this point in the podcast, that's where I'm at. Uh, That's good.
0: I'm glad I did that to you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess this is also where I finally... I didn't realize Dennis wasn't a dandelion, and this is where I I realized that, because... I think Strosia is sad that Dennis isn't a dandelion at this point.
0: Yeah, that that came up uh, probably last episode uh, <laughs> that Ava invited him to join them, and he said that he didn't want to abandon everybody else. Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah, okay. Because I remember that he got invited. Okay, that's why I was confused. Yeah, my notes say Dennis yeah. ain't dandy, and I couldn't remember why I said that. And then I, I really, <laughs> <laughs> now I know why.
0: <laughs> uh so is in her bedroom looking at the uh future union union leaders rule book, and she's she's like, Oh man, am I am I really gonna be a union leader? Uh but Chirothy, her Chirothy, kind of says, like, you know, believe in Master Ava, who believes in you, believe in yourself. And Strelitzia very reasonably is like, I don't think it will be good if everyone dies, and Chirithy's like, Well, hey. All your friends are dandelions anyway, which doesn't help her feel better, it turns out.
1: No, no, it wouldn't really help me feel better either, I don't think.
0: And yeah, this is the part where she realizes, oh my god, that kid that I've been looking at, he's not a dandelion. I have to go look for him and let him know what's happening so he can join the dandelions and not die. But it's dark outside, so she jumps back in bed and she's like, all right, I'm going to wait for him at the fountain first thing in the morning and recruit him. And, uh, is this a, oh yeah, this is, this is a dream. <laughs> I was very confused about my notes because there was a very strange cut here. Yeah. yeah. We cut to, uh, Dennis in a dream, uh, in the Keyblade graveyard, looking around and there's shadowy figures in every direction, but then a bright light appears in the sky above him and they disappear. And he wakes up in his bedroom with charity and Scald. That's right.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Scald is worried about the state of things. She's she's like, yeah, I think I think it's true. There's no escaping this war. Uh, Dennis Dennis wakes up and asks if she found Ephemer yet. She says, no, I'm trying to convince everyone not to fight in the war, but nobody believes there's going to be a war. I don't know how anyone could think
1: that at this point. <laughs> no, I don't know. Just wishful thinking. Uh, <laughs> I guess so. Things are very tense. Yeah. The teachers are beating up the students. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to murder them. And saying they're not strong uh-huh. enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, She also reveals, I think this is the first we've heard of it, that Ava has gone missing and the Dandelions are sort of losing focus as a group.
1: Yeah, I don't remember hearing that before this, so... I think
0: that's news. Yeah. Uh, Dennis's Chirithy says that uh, Ava is close with Gula, so maybe we can go find Gula. So they go to the old disused building where all the stuff happens in back cover, and... uh. They head inside. There's two Chirithis on the roof watching them. And then one of them suddenly says, sorry,
1: gotta go. I have no idea what that was. Oh, I figured it out at one point. Um, I think it it was maybe Strelitzia's Chirithi. Keeping an eye on Dennis. I, I can't remember. Oh,
0: yeah. You might be right. Strelitzia's Chirithi is going to tell her I know where Dennis is. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, that might be it. That yeah. We'll we'll see if, if that makes sense in my notes going forward, because yeah, I really don't remember that. Yeah. Um but yeah, they head inside. Gula is here, just sitting in the dark like a creep.
1: <laughs> He's doing what I'm doing when I'm doing when I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> sitting in a chair in a dark room. That's yeah, that's how you know I'm thriving. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: Scald says that she is trying to find Ava. And they need to warn people that the war is coming up. And Gula says, oh, you're just like her. You're always trying to do the right thing. But doing the right thing is not going to prevent the end of the world. The only one who could do that is the Master of Masters. And Lushu's is the only one who knows who he, where he is. And Skald and Dennis have
1: never even heard of Lushu, which is, I guess I don't know why they would have. Yeah, he's not, he's not like an active member of society. Yeah, it's just very funny to learn that they didn't even know he existed. Yeah, they know. They know less than we do, honestly. So, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, we've been seeing stuff that's happening off screen. True.
1: Yeah, they don't have that ability, which is unfair. But so sad <laughs> they should get to watch back cover. It's all
0: right. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's all right. There's a cool fight scene. Yeah. Uh, Gula says that he doesn't know where Lushu is either. Uh, but he thinks that Ava is currently looking for Lushu to try to find the master, which so. I guess we know with back cover knowledge that that's an act of desperation to try to prevent Gula from needing to summon Kingdom Hearts.
1: Right, that's right, okay.
0: And I'm sure that if the Master did come back, he would just be like, Oh, Gula,
1: what are you, oh, come on. And then everyone would stop fighting. (laughs) Right, yeah, the Master's definitely not, this isn't exactly what he wanted to happen, for sure. (laughs) He would
0: call a, a school assembly in Daybreak Town and tell all of the Keyblade wielders, this has all been a big misunderstanding. And they'd go, okay. <laughs> yeah. Too bad that doesn't happen, though. No, alas. We instead go to... We do we do see Lushu though. He is here. He's on the famous hill overlooking the town. And Ava finds him and says, what have you been doing this whole time? And he says, I've been doing what my role was to watch this all play out. Uh, he tells her that he never got a copy of the Book of Prophecies the Master just assigned him the task of watching the end of the world and going forward to the next one. And he says, let me guess, you were hoping that I could summon the Master to save the world, but no, that can't happen, because he what, he says the Lost Page contains the Master's intentions?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was what like...
0: What does that mean? I don't know what that means. I guess the intentions... Well, okay, we know that what's in the Lost page is that there will be a traitor who bears the sigil, and that they will lead to the end of the world. I guess when he says the Master's intentions,
1: he means the Master set all this up? Yeah, the intentions to let the world end. I don't know, Ava takes this a really weird way, too. Um, oh, not yeah, the Master's intentions, cause he, and he says something about how, like, he isn't interested in this world and what's to come.
0: yeah and yeah we'll we'll cut back to this in a moment uh because we are going to get some more lost page stuff in a sec but uh i want to say it's weird and i think this is worth flagging that lushu knows what's on the lost page because he doesn't have the book oh, isn't and that, the is master it? specifically ordered him not to read the book at all so i mean i guess it's possible that the master relayed this to him but i would be surprised if the master said you can't know what's in the book let me tell you
1: yeah, is this like implying that he's just figured it out by watching what's going on? Or Yeah, I guess it's possible. Maybe he maybe he like was spying on Gula
0: and pieced it together or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess him talking about it. Maybe cuz I was a little confused why Ava just starts jumping to conclusions about Lushu here, and is this maybe mm-hmm. why? Cuz she's like, "Wait, how do you know this stuff if you're not supposed to?"
0: Yeah, if you're not supposed to have the book. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Cause yeah, she just asks him straight up, Are you the traitor, Lushu? And he doesn't answer, he just summons the master's keyblade, which it doesn't make things look good. Also, we know from back cover that the, the Lost Page says that the traitor will carry the sigil, and the sigil is probably the letter X which is in his name. Right. So I I'm still torn between Gula and Lushu, uh being the traitor, but this, this moment certainly doesn't look good for Lushu.
1: Yeah, but again, it's, like, fairly confusing, I think, for him to be the traitor. Because mm-hmm. what has he done? All he's been doing is sitting on that hill. That's true. He didn't, as far as we know, he didn't directly act
0: on anything.
1: Yeah, I guess unless the idea is, oh, he has been acting on things, and that's why he's the traitor.
0: Mm. Yeah, this is this is still a big mystery. We'll have to keep an eye on this. Yeah. Lushu also says, uh, in order for me to carry the secrets... The events on the Lost page need to happen. The Master's only concern is enabling me to fulfill my role. Right. Right. The very, o- very mysterious. Very unclear.
1: Yeah, really the only thing the Master's interested in, in, in is having Luxu observe this stuff so the Master can know what happened and, and bring that information to the future, I guess. That's all he really cares yeah, about. When he
0: says carry the secrets, maybe he's referring to the black box. Could
1: be the black box, yeah that's true. Or just
0: knowledge, knowledge of everything that's happened. Yeah.
1: Unclear. Because we still don't we still don't know what's in the black box, so.
0: Yeah, lot of mysteries here. I've I've got them all written down, <laughs> rest <laughs> assured. Uh meanwhile, oh yes, okay, this is what you were saying earlier. Strelitzia's Cherothy does go to her and tell her I know where Dennis is. She runs she jumps out of bed and runs off immediately, and Cherothy just hangs back in her room alone and is like she really going to be a union leader? <laughs> I don't know
1: about this one. Yeah.
0: yeah. My kid is kind of a dumbass. <laughs> God bless her, but I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, we get a little bit more of the Lost Page that we have not heard from Back Cover. This is uh, Gula reciting this to uh, Denison Sculd. Says imbalance observed strength misplaced a future filled with sorrow words of truth misunderstood as they explore the secret of tomorrow yeah more more stuff about carrying secrets into the future so this maybe this could be about lushu but yeah i don't really know what to make of it it also rhymes so my eyes just glaze over
1: although the other person that's that has secrets of tomorrow is Ava, who has the secret of what's gonna happen in the next world, you know? Imbalance
0: observed makes me think about Lushu watching this conflict between the unions. Yeah. Strength misplaced. That could mean a lot of things. A future filled with sorrow. I mean that's <laughs> that's pretty obvious. Words of truth misunderstood. That maybe that's referring to them interpreting the book of prophecies in a way that leads them to fight
1: yeah because i think you know because you could you could like i think i mean it's i think it's intentionally vague and you could intentionally apply it to a couple people because you could apply mm-hmm. that to like i said you know he's got strength <laughs> he definitely has strength that is, mm-hmm. that is misplaced and he seems like he really misunderstood what the master of masters was telling him what to do
0: yeah yeah, I don't know. This will this will be another thing that we probably are going to have to come back to in the future. Well, and
1: actually, as they search the secrets of tomorrow, that's just all of them reading the Book of Prophecies.
0: Oh, words of truth misunderstood as they explore the secret of tomorrow. The secret of tomorrow, the Book of Prophecies, exploring it,
1: reading it, yeah. misunderstanding words of truth. Okay. Yeah, I think it's basically that none of them really get it, <laughs> which is kind of maybe not on them, you know? Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I think I mentioned before... It is always possible that the book was intentionally written to sound a certain way by the master, like you know, oh, I'm I'm what I writing isn't untrue, but I am making it sound in such a way
1: that will really encourage them to get mad at each other, right? Like like the time that he told us, said, yeah, you know, your job is to overthrow the leader <laughs> <laughs> for light, yeah. Uh we go back to Ava,
0: who has just heard something from Lushu. We don't know what it is, but she is horrified. And he says, now that you know who the traitor is, can you accept it? And she says, I don't believe it. And he says, all right, well, have fun fighting in the war, I guess.
1: Yeah, so I think that says that Lushu's not the traitor. And I didn't think he w- was, because it, it kind of doesn't make sense for him to be the traitor. But... Yeah, and
0: if he is saying to her... Yeah, the traitor is me. Considering that she just accused him of being the traitor. Yeah. So, okay, well things okay, I get the way I see it, there's three possibilities here about what he just told her. Number one, the traitor is the master himself. Right. That would shock her. Can you accept that? That's that's that could fit into this conversation. Right. Number two, the traitor is one of them. Unspecific. Like, if I think that this moment would play out exactly the same if he said, the traitor is Ira, the traitor is Envy, the traitor is Gula. I think that her reaction would still make sense for any of them.
1: Yeah. Could also be, you're the traitor.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's number three. The traitor is you. It could be that. Can you you accept it?
1: Yeah. I think I was wondering, is like a more esoteric fourth option... Because of what we're going to find out about Evil Chirithy, as I was like, was the traitor just all of their hearts? Have all of their hearts betrayed them? Because... Or even just the traitor is Dennis. Or Dennis. Yeah, true. I
0: guess that is that is a fourth possibility. The traitor is one of the Keyblade wielder kids. Probably Dennis.
1: Yeah, because unwittingly he has been a traitor, essentially.
0: Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, we simply don't know. <laughs> we
1: just don't know. <laughs> I think it
0: all comes down to that. We don't know what he said. Yeah. I I think I'm leaning toward the traitor is the master or the traitor is Dennis.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense.
0: At, at least in terms of what Luxu is saying, because I still think that there's a, a, a strong argument to be made for if one of the masters, the foretellers, is a traitor, it's Gula. Um, right. But yeah there's there's a lot of a lot of possibilities here.
1: yeah, but anyway, time to <laughs> time to fight
0: <laughs> time to fight, he says another vague thing, which is if there is a solution, it'll become apparent after the war is over. Uh, and he then elaborates a little bit on something he said a minute ago, which is, the master doesn't care what happens to the world. The only thing that I think the master cares about is what we do with our knowledge where our hearts guide us as his disciples. And Ava says, I think you're just interpreting the master's words however you want. And then she pulls out her keyblade to fight.
1: Yeah, maybe. (laughs) It's like, we don't know enough. That could be. You both could be right. I think you're full of shit, Lushu. I'm
0: going to kill you. Uh, Gula tells Skuld and Dennis that the traitor is a catalyst who will lead to the end of the world. Uh, And he finally does admit, it probably wasn't a said. I was probably wrong there. He reads a little bit more of The Lost Page, which says, A single strike will be followed by tolling bells which signal the end. And Ava attacks Shu and when their keyblades clash... I don't know how literally we're meant to take this. It seems that the impact sort of resonates through the town and signals to the clock tower that it's time for war to happen, and they start ringing the
1: bells. Yeah, or they liter- or the shockwave literally makes the bells ring. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's possible. Yeah, she she attacked him very hard. She's very angry for yeah. For reason, and who could blame her? For re- well, I I guess I still don't know what she's angry about necessarily. <laughs> He's being very mysterious. That's reason enough for me. Yeah, fair
0: enough. Yeah, I also want to attack Lucius right now.
1: Yeah, well, I want to take his stupid he- his hood off. Take your hood off. Yeah, what's his what's his silly little face look
0: like? Yeah, Chirithi. This is a funny moment where Chirithi is like, Master Gula. Is it really okay for you to be telling us all this stuff? And he's like, no, but why? what does it matter at this point? Yeah, world's ending. <laughs> and then the bells start ringing, and he says, uh-oh, better get going. The war's about to happen. <laughs> so they go outside, and Skuld says, okay, it's time for me to be a dandelion. I have to go find the others. Uh, are you sure you don't want to come with us? And Dennis says, nope, sorry. I'm going to die in the war. It's, this is my decision. Yeah, guess I'll die. I, he really guesses he'll die. This is a, I understand his reasoning of like, I don't want to abandon everyone else, but I also can't understand this decision.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I don't want to abandon everybody, but then shouldn't you be like trying to stop everybody from fighting instead of just fighting whoever wanders up and wants to fight you?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no point trying to stop the fighting. I don't want to abandon everyone. I will go to war with them. So we all die.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I guess Dennis well, is just Dennis's giving up, choice. basically.
0: Yeah, he's he's over it. He's accepted his fate. Uh, and she says, how about this? Even if you don't join the Dandelions and leave with us, can you at least, like, try not to die in the war so that we can say hello to you afterwards and continue to be friends? And Dennis is like, well, I'll try. Yeah. They shake hands and Scald leaves. Yep. And Dennis pauses and turns to Chirithi and says, what happens if I die? And Chirithi says, I will also die. And Dennis says, hmm, well, here's a question, Chirithi, because if I go to this war, it's very likely that I will die and then so will you. What do you think I should do? And Chirithi's like, don't do it. (laughs)
1: Like, oh, you're finally asking me? No, don't do war, please. The war seems bad. Like, (laughs) I don't know who you're worried about abandoning, but don't do that.
0: I guess if you want my opinion, there's no downside to joining the Dandelions and only downsides
1: to not joining the Dandelions. Yeah, I and, I wish I could try to... I, again, it's like, you know, we didn't play the game, so maybe I haven't seen all these people that Dennis is trying to protect, but as far as I can tell, all of his friends are Dandelions and you should probably just leave with them.
0: Yeah, you might be right about that, because I, I do know, we have talked very briefly about the fact that there are, like, other characters that are largely cut from this compilation maybe that's who dennis is thinking of like and i guess it's like you know,
1: i suppose i suppose he's thinking more than just like what well, you know i i get you can care about people when they're not your friends and i suppose he's not he doesn't really want the end of the human race question mark to happen basically besides the maybe he's like i don't want to have survivor's guilt yeah i'd rather so like, just die that but yeah but then it is like but you have no solution so why would you go fight <laughs> yeah
0: but on the other hand He's like, hey, you know, ephemer. Sure, he's nice. I knew him for part of one day, but you know who I've known this whole time? My boy Mog, who's got that Moogle head on.
1: Yeah, he's got. The and com- I want
0: to go watch him die.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's got the confidence to wear that Moogle head, and I think he should I- die. I want to be that. there
0: when it happens. Yeah. Uh, but Chirithy says, uh, you know, we were never meant to become friends. This is another weird moment where they allude to the rules that we never heard of, where he's like, you know, we were never meant to be friends. Maybe it's against the rules. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I
1: Maybe. Yeah. Could be.
0: <laughs> maybe those rules exist. <laughs> Anything's possible. Uh, but we are friends and I don't want anything to happen to you, Dennis. And old nightmare Chirithy pops up with his purple and says... You gonna fly away with the other dandelions while your friends die? Uh I guess uh just got here, wasn't listening to the conversation up to this point.
1: No. Wasn't interested. <laughs> no, I'm not. No.
0: Dennis is like, who's chiroty are you? And I think the nightmare chirothy doesn't just <laughs> doesn't it just go like, I'll get to it in a minute, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're winding things down, alright? But there's there's more plot to happen first. Uh it says that the bangle the famous bangle who could have thought that the bangle would be
1: relevant all the way to the end game only me be, only because of the way that Damo made it <laughs> clear it was important right if if it didn't matter you
0: know this would have gotten cut yes yeah. even if it was just like halfway through there's a mention of the bangle again like just cut both mentions of the bangle no it turns out that the bangle goes all the way to the end Uh, The bangle has been collecting dark energy and giving Dennis his strength. And Nightmare Chirithi says, this is what our master wanted. (gasps) And Chirithi says, that's not true. The bangle is not supposed to collect dark energy. It's supposed to convert dark energy into light. And Nightmare Chirithi says, that's not true. And the master knew all along. And that's why I'm here. Because Dennis,
1: I was born from your darkness. (gasps) Yeah, so... Is is that because but then it wasn't born from the bangle, though, because Dark Chirithee gave Dennis the bangle in the first place. So, yeah. So Dark Cherothy already existed. Um, so, yeah,
0: I'll be honest. I don't fully understand this one. <laughs>
1: yeah. what? Well, yeah. Well, it makes me wonder. Yeah. Does it mean that Dennis had the Dark Chirithee inside of Maul Long or in your soul? There are two Chirithees. Or, yeah, I was actually going to say literally, <laughs> does everybody have a Dark Chirithee?
0: Yeah, well, that's that's something that I think makes this whole thing not land for me, is like, there's, as far as we know, absolutely no precedent for someone having multiple Chirithis, so when this happens, it's like, oh, what?
1: <laughs> right, or yeah, it's like, is he, is Dark Chirithi not actually a Chirithi, and is just looking like a Chirithi, but just a manifestation of, is, is, is Dark Chirithi a venitas actually? I don't know. <laughs> i don't i don't know yeah none of this is very clear to me
0: yeah xehanort is standing over Cherothy with his
1: keyblade feckless neophyte could be i think you could title this episode none of this is very clear to me at this point evil creature from Chirithi riven <laughs> <laughs> to you the name Chirithi shall be. <laughs> that's better yeah
0: Yeah, well, if we take this at face value, Dennis inexplicably has two Chirithis, and one of them is the Nightmare Chirithi that we've been seeing, and was born of the darkness Okay, maybe- Alright, well, here's a thought, because this is something I don't know the answer to. Maybe this is meant to imply that our character is actually special and important. Mm -hmm. Because- Maybe our character just does have some
1: kind of quality that means that there's two Chirithis. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you know, a thing I was wondering, too, is because this is like a gotcha game that you're playing with a bunch of other people and they're all in unions together. Um, But I guess, yeah, you guys can't all be having the same story happening simultaneously. I was always kind of wondering, like, if you were meant to all be simultaneously happening that was confusing to me because i know it was kind of a multiplayer game in a way
0: the the implication is that all the other players are just other kids in other unions or in your union Mm -hmm. but they are not characters
1: every player is dennis okay all right fine then as they say then yeah i mean i don't know maybe someday they'll tell us why there were two cheerethys <laughs> maybe maybe
0: but yeah to your point and i don't i don't think i ever thought about this before if yeah if this cheerathy was born from the darkness that the bangle created then yeah what would th- cuz there was a cheerathy who gave dennis the bangle in the first place so i guess he must have always had a second cheerathy in his heart and soul
1: yeah may- maybe it's because like you know the way the master said it would happen is like if somebody fell to darkness, then you would have a dark charityrothy. but I guess like what if your heart has a little bit of darkness and a little bit of light? then do you have both? maybe it's that's maybe it's just that simple
0: maybe I guess we're also assuming that a that the dark Cherothy is the same charityrothy turned dark, whereas maybe we were always meant to believe that a new dark Cherothy pops up.
1: I don't think it was that, because there was the thing about summon your charity, and it will be like, well, I could summon anybody's oh, yeah. So I don't think it's that. I think yeah. it's just maybe maybe they didn't actually understand how charities work. I don't know. Um, but the thing is, too. This is, is
0: I- one of those classic Kingdom Hearts things where it's either a complete oversight or it's intentionally uh, inconsistent. But either way, seven games from now, there's going to be a flashback that
1: explains it. Yeah, well, and so then, I guess the other thing, too, is, like, I was wondering, like, does everybody have a Dark cheerathy now? Because everybody got one of those bangles. So are there actually lots of Dark Chirithys? And is that where Nightmares come from? Because it does seem <gasps> like these are like what it... Nightmares and Dream Eaters come from.
0: Um, I feel like it was implied that there was one cheerathy going around giving people the bangles. Well, hold on. Because this also... Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a dang minute. The Masters, the Foretellers... When they found out about the Dark Chirithy in the first place, one of them said, It has to be one of ours, because there's no way that one of the normal Keyblade wielder kids, even if they did have a Dark Chirithy, they they wouldn't have the means to mass-produce these bangles. Right. So maybe... Okay, hold on. I think I'm understanding. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think you said this is like maybe all of them have a dark Chirithi as they become darkness. Maybe the one that gave Dennis the, the bangle in the first place was a rogue Chirithi belonging to one of the foretellers and then that bangle collected darkness and produced this Dark charity, which we've been assuming is the same one that gave him the bangle, but maybe it's not.
1: Yeah, there may be, maybe there's more than one Dark charity They all look the same, so you can't know. Yeah, this is why the Master is definitely evil, because even if... Here's the thing, the Master is evil,
0: regardless of whether he's evil in the story, on a meta level he's evil for forcing this conversation to exist. <laughs> That's true. I have to try to understand this because of his machinations.
1: Also, Chirith- dark Chirithes could just choose to look like light Chirithes if they want to, so it really doesn't fucking matter. I interpreted that as that was
0: a gradual change like in Fable when you turn evil and grow a goatee. Right, you... Oh no, sorry, The goatee. the goatee of evil is in KOTOR, excuse me.
1: Yeah, you grow horns and stuff in Fable. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I I interpreted that as that
0: was the dark Chirithi becoming darker over time. And then showing up and going, how do you like my new look?
1: (laughs) Right, but the Chirithi that handed out the uh, dark bangle looked like a normal Chirithi. So I think Chirithis can disguise themselves, which makes them really (laughs) not a very good canary in the coal mine. (laughs) (laughs) it's like the you know it's like the master wanted this all to happen and maybe he did this this conversation must be absolutely fucking inscrutable if you haven't watched this already i can't believe how long we've talked about this but it, it really drives me crazy so yeah
0: it's the bangle it's the most important thing the bangle is the inciting incident of the entire universe
1: it is and we aren't and apparently there's no answers and that's really frustrating (laughs) oh
0: yeah believe me if i had these answers even if they come like at the end of kingdom hearts 3
1: i would be spoiling (laughs) spoiling them right now (laughs) yeah
0: just to make this understandable to the listener
1: i feel like i feel there's a non-zero chance too that maybe stuff like around the Bengals and the cheerethys will just be totally abandoned and never answered like
0: i almost hope so
1: like i think that you definitely like obviously master of masters is important and like the overall plan was important but maybe the little details we'll never get to know
0: i i think that would be good if it was just a macguffin for the stupid mobile game
1: and the only thing that really matters is that the war happened the war happened lushu went on and master of masters is somewhere
0: the stuff that we hear in back cover is canon. Like, oh, they got in a fight. They were trying to get the most lux. Right. The details that you didn't get from back cover, they weren't in it for a reason. But no, they were because the bangle was in it.
1: They talk about it, yeah. Fuck! <laughs> they talk about it when they talk about Chirithi. I hate Chirithi. bangle! Yeah. Well, anyway, Chir- Nightmare
0: Chirithi summons three darklings, the Keyblade Wielders, who turned into Heartless, and uh, they fight. He, um, he becomes
1: a big Chirithi, which was fun.
0: Yes, and this is the first uh that good cheerthy has ever heard apparently of the concept of spirits versus nightmares because dark cheerthy says, unlike you spirits, we nightmares exist to plant bad dreams, thereby severing my bond with Dennis and gaining freedom, true
1: freedom. So it does become ripped. Yeah, it gets it gets it gets swoll Oh, yeah, and it says we Nightmares, so there's more than one Dark Chirithy. Yeah, that's... It could also just mean Nightmares
0: as a category, but I, I think I am leaning towards the possibility that all of these Keyblade wielders who have started to get corrupted by darkness probably have a Dark Chirithy. I think that that's the least brain-hurting <laughs> possibility. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, So... Yeah, Dennis fights the Darklings, Nightmare Chirithy then eats them and becomes buff. Dennis beats him, and Nightmare Chirithy says, Well, that's okay, because I got what I wanted. Our bond is severed. I'll see you in another dream. So it seems like this is exactly what it wanted.
1: Yeah, it wanted to... yeah. It's like in The Ring, when you weren't supposed to help her, and then she's out of the well.
0: Or like in Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, when Vanitas wants Ventus to kick his ass. Right,
1: yes. This is good actually. <laughs>
0: Meanwhile, uh bad times for Strelitzia as she arrives at the disused building. Uh they they walk inside and her Cheerthy gets startled for a moment but says, "Oh, I thought I uh never mind, probably just my eyes playing tricks on me." And Strelitzia kind of calls out, "Hey, anyone in here?" but no one's no one answers, so she says, "All right. Well, <sighs> I guess I'll head back to the fountain." And she turns around and gets attacked from behind and killed. Yeah, I did not see this coming. She is struck down. We don't see who attacks her, but they, they bend down and grab her union leader rule book and they walk back into the shadows where we can't see them anymore. And Strelitzia, she's not quite dead yet, but she, she tells Chirithi like, Oh, this was all my fault. I never should have tried to, tried to find Dennis. I shouldn't have been running around on my own at night. Uh, She picks up her Chirithi and kind of staggers to the doorway Thinking about Dennis and says, I just wish I had had the courage to speak to him. And then she dies and we, I, th- I think for the first time in Kingdom Hearts, actually watch someone die and her body actually disintegrates. And her heart flies out the door. Yeah.
1: Uh, we watched Axel die. We saw people, we've seen people die. There's all the people that, that Sora killed in Chain of Memories. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I'm not I'm not counting nobodies. This is
0: a this is a living human being Fair. Okay. being yeah. destroyed and killed. Well, Clayton got crucified. <laughs> Clayton did get crucified, but it was off-screen. But we know what happened. Yeah, we do know what happened. Uh but yeah, Strelitzia is dead. RIP. Yeah, we barely knew you. <laughs> Born to die. Yeah. Oh well. I guess that's that. Yeah. A few days later, the unions gather in the badlands that are not yet the Keyblade graveyard. Uh now this is Hmm. Okay. Hold on. I feel like I had a note before where we saw in back cover uh, Lushu carrying the box out into the, into the desert. We did. And it was like, it looks like the Keyblade graveyard, but it's not the Keyblade graveyard because there's no Keyblades. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: maybe that just means that he walked out there and then came back. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll come back to maybe, that if that's ever maybe anything. Maybe that's him like setting up his like, he's on his way to set up his little like camping chair to watch the fight happen somewhere out in the oh, desert. could be, could be. Like, cause, and that, and uh, then actually, people think there's something really important in that box, but it's actually just a cooler, and that's where he's got his like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got his sodas for watching the fight. Oh, but no, he he promised to the master that he would never open it. Oh, Maybe
0: that's why the master found it so funny. You can never open it. It's full of brewskis for that.
1: Oh, wouldn't they be so refreshing while you watch the fight? Oh, um, no. is gonna be so mad when he finally breaks down and opens it. Uh, Dennis
0: narrates I, I do really like this moment where like all the unions have gathered and the masters are like yelling something but Dennis and the other keyblade wielders apparently like can't even hear what they're saying they're just like we all know what's about to happen I don't know I think that's a very like evocative sort of like war moment of the people in charge are telling us why we're here to fight but that's, like, not really... It's not really for
1: us to know anyway. Yeah. I. It, it is one of those things where it's, it's, it's a little let down by the video game that it is, because Dennis is just sort of smirking while the world... The end of the world starts to happen.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the... Never has a game needed to look a different way more than this game. <laughs>
1: when all the murder starts to happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh He says... uh in In that moment, there was no time to think about why we were fighting, why our enemies were suddenly our friends instead of monsters of darkness uh But if there's one thing we know, it's that no matter how hopeless it gets, people will always cling to that last shred of hope until the end, and we just pan up to the sky as it as the fighting starts, and we just see heart after heart after heart after heart flying up into the sky as all of the kids start killing each other,
1: yeah, it's that. That actually made me feel something seeing all the hearts. I was like, that's terrible. This is awful. It's really, really dark. Yeah. I mean, this is what this is what Zaynart said happened, right? <laughs> but Yeah. I think the thing for me is when
0: I played Birth by Sleep and all that, like, never did I imagine that the Keyblades and the Keyblade Graveyards were wielded by a bunch of like kids and young teenagers.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. You know what, I guess actually, you know, when I, I had conceived, when they talked about how the Keyblade War is what brings about Kingdom Hearts, I had kind of more pictured that as like, oh, the energy of the clash, or for some reason of like dark and light Keyblades creates Kingdom Hearts, but it's like, no, it's just that literally so many people die that the hearts gather into Kingdom Hearts.
0: Yeah, which is similar to the way that uh, Ansem in Kingdom Hearts 1 was trying to summon it, just like, if I gather up all the hearts...
1: Yeah, Kingdom Hearts is doing. Yeah,
0: yeah. uh, So everyone's fighting, and now speaking of uh, this game not really rising to the occasion of the moment, Dennis says, "All right, it's time to put my armor on." He puts his armor on; it looks really badass and everything. Mm -hmm. And now we get a parade of union leader fights that, in my opinion, is a train wreck. (laughs) It seems, yeah, it's weird. It's extremely clowny. <laughs> it's like, well, of course you're going to fight all the foretellers. <laughs> why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. And it's like, and it gets weirder too because they all like fight and it's kind of implied that even when you win, you kind of just sort of got your ass kicked and they were just sort of like testing you or whatever. And I'm like, why aren't they murdering him? Shouldn't they be murdering yeah, him? Yeah. Like,. <laughs> You know we're
0: here to kill each other, right? Yeah. Yeah, so first Ased walks up, and he's like, oh, you're the guy that I beat up the other day. Uh, they fight, and it ends with Ased being like, oh, you are you are pretty strong, you're pretty brave, but that just makes you a threat to my brick house, my house of bricks. <laughs> and he prepares to attack with his full strength, but Ira jumps in and says, this ends now, and then they go off and fight each other. This is one of the weirdest moments because Dennis kind of brushes himself off and then like turns and Envy is standing there and she's like uh sorry kid I'll make this
1: quick yeah yep, my turn
0: if i'm not mistaken i think this might be like the only time that we've seen envy outside of back cover
1: yeah envy envy is the least involved it it, it would have, i mean envy's job was just to be a snitch
0: yeah it was it was really jarring seeing this moment because it was
1: it was almost like a Oh, sorry. I don't think we've met. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's your name? Oh shoot. Yeah, they didn't really write much for me. Uh, hi. I'm gonna kick your ass now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess she would have been popping up here and there if we were in the Snake Union, which yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but yeah, seeing her here was very strange. Again, it it just feels like obligatory foreteller fights. And yeah, I I don't like this moment one bit. Um. No. But yeah, she fights uh, Dennis, and she just says, like, Ah, Ira taught you well. Bye. She she says just, like, I hope you make it through this, and then she just leaves, and then Gula walks in with his keyblade slung over his shoulder like a prick, and he's just like, Oh, hey, it's you. Hi. <laughs> oh, you're the one from the from the house the other day, <laughs> who I told about the lost page. He literally says, You don't look so good. Are you okay? All right, here we go. Ah.
1: <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's weird. You don't look so good. Are you okay? All right, here we go. Uh,
0: the ending is very funny, though, uh, when he kicks Dennis's ass and then says, eh, whatever, I'm not really in the mood for a proper fight. See you around, maybe. And then he just leaps a million feet into the air off screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, again, it's like, it, yeah, it just feels It feels really video game-y in a in a way that is weird to me. It's a boss rush. Yeah, it's a bot, but it's just not a very well justified one. Yeah.
0: It's a boss rush, but it's a boss rush in the sense of like, these are my bosses that I work for.
1: Well, yeah. And like, to me, it'd be like, I would be, this would be interesting if Dennis was fighting and actually defeating all the foretellers. Like, that would be something. That would be really interesting, actually, if it's like, oh, yeah, they all fall here and Dennis does it. Like, that could be cool, but that's not what happens. Yeah.
0: And, you know, that would imply some stuff about like, the strength that Dennis has allegedly been receiving from the bangle and all that. Not that I want the bangle to be any more relevant. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, this really is just like, like fending off the adults who then one by one are just like, ah, whatever. (laughs) They just leave. I'll let one of the other kids kill you. Yeah, right. Uh, We do see, there's a little little note here that this is uh, not, uh, basically you don't fight your own, Union leader, but we do get the footage of what would happen if you're not in Ira's union. He just walks over and says, I'll be merciful. Uh, and then similarly to what happens when you fight a said, the era fight ends with a said just running in and being like, Ira, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Which I, it's very funny to, I, cause obviously we saw both of these, but like if you are in a said's union or Ira's union, you only get one of these scenes. Right, But anyone else would see Ased beat you up, then run away fighting Ira. Then Ira comes back and beats you up, and then Ased shows up and is like, I'm not done with you! (laughs) Yeah, it's it's extremely clowny. Uh, Finally, uh, Dennis collapses. Uh, We start to see Keyblades, like, slamming into the ground, and it becomes the Keyblade graveyard that we know and love. Uh, Ava is the last one to find Dennis. And Dennis is like, shouldn't you be guiding the dandelions? And she's just like, ready your blade. I won't ask twice.
1: And this was, that was weird to me too. Un- unless Ava knows something about Dennis that we don't know.
0: Ooh, I hadn't thought about that. Huh. Yeah. But then she this, tells, him
1: to, join, but then she tells him to join. This moment could make a little bit of sense anyway.
0: if lushu told her that this is the traitor.
1: But then she tells him to join the dandelions anyway. So I don't know. Oh, you're right. That's right.
0: After she fights him, Dennis is like, why are you doing this? And she says, it's not for you to know. You should join the Dandelions.
1: Yeah, it's it's so confusing. Like, her fighting him makes the least sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's a ridiculous series of ridiculous moments. Uh, But yeah, she beats him. But I, I assume that you have to actually win the fight and then you still fall over every time. But who knows? Yeah. Not my problem. <laughs> yeah, it looks
1: like it's the kind of thing where you have to
0: lose all the fights. Uh, but uh, Dennis's keyblade armor disappears and he collapses for real this time. He wakes up later in the center of the big X of non-keyblade space between all the keyblades. The sky is still filling up with hearts and Chirithy pops up and gives him a hug and says, It's time for you to rest. And a bright light appears in the sky and Dennis, is sa- Dennis says... Is it my time? But then Skulled appears with Ephemer. Whoa. And this is a very sad moment as Dennis kind of breaks down crying and is like, you broke your promise, you jerk. Yeah,
1: I, I like and that. And Ephemer's
0: like, well, I'm here now. Sorry. Uh, uh, this moment is a little bit weird because this is actually from the beginning of A Fragmentary Passage. This is not from back cover. It's oh. another, like, full CGI cutscene. Uh, as Kingdom Hearts forms in the sky above the battlefield, Lushu watches nearby with the Master's Keyblade and the Black Box. Oh, yeah, that was actually not in <laughs> Unchained Key or back cover. Hmm. Credits.
1: Yep, credits happen. Uh, it's done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a game! Yeah, uh, but we do get a little. Oh, I didn't I, I didn't think to ask or to tell you. Did you watch the scene after yeah, the credits? Yeah, I, I did. Okay, good. Because <laughs> this is a bonkers moment. Yeah. This is the sort of secret ending of Unchained Key called Unchained Zero, where we go to the Enchanted Dominion, the Sleeping Beauty world, and Maleficent appears and says, hmm, it seems it has actually worked. Where did they run off to? Hmm. Sora and his buffoons can't follow me here. Nothing will stand in my way, and she walks toward her castle.
1: So when she says it actually worked, is she talk does she have the book of prophecies? Is that what's happening? I don't know what I don't know what she's saying it actually worked. We will
0: leave this one hanging. Uh we will learn more about this in uh Union Cross proper.
1: Okay. Also what really bothered me is she called them Baffoons with an A, and that's not that's it's that's not how it is. It's a buffoon with a with a U, right? Yes, I,
0: this, this cutscene looked a little bit crunchier. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if maybe this was, like, maybe the only footage that existed of this cutscene was, like, a fan-translated version of the oh, Japanese oh, cutscene.
1: okay, that would make sense.
0: Yeah, because I think, I think that this scene doesn't exist in Union Cross. Like, if you started playing the game for the first time after Union Cross came out, I don't think this scene happens. I might be wrong about that.
1: Mm, okay,
0: but yeah, the some the the visual quality was a little bit different. So yeah, I I wonder if this was not the officially translated version. But yeah, she did she did say buffoons. Sora
1: and his buffoons. Buffoons. Baffo- oh shit! Did she make her digital book Book of Prophecies? Did she did she did she finish her night school or Pete finishes night school to make <laughs> to hack up a digital book of prophecies?
0: She finally learned what a computer is. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you theorize all you want, because this yeah.
1: is one thing that I do know the answer to. Okay. Very rare these days. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, su- I assume basically until we get to Kingdom Hearts 3, you're not going to know anything.
0: Um, maybe.
1: Maybe. Some stuff. Okay.
0: Some stuff. Um, there's a little sort of epilogue here. Right. I don't want to get into it fully or dwell on it too much because this was a little bit of uh artistic liberties from demo. This is endgame Kingdom Hearts 3 content. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this is a uh a fan dubbed uh bit of text that we are presuming is uh Luxu. But yeah, this this stuff that we hear in this moment, we don't have that information right now, so I don't want to talk
1: about it. Okay.
0: You, uh, you can, if you have anything to say about it, you're welcome to do so, but...
1: No, not really. I mean, you know, the thing that they bring up that I think we can't talk about because we knew anyway is that now that one of the five union leaders is going to be an imposter because... <laughs> yes,
0: that, that I think is a thing that is safe to talk about is, yeah, Lushu narrates about the end of the world and he does allude to the idea that one of the new union leaders
1: was not... One of the people chosen by the master, which we do know that because Strelitzia is dead. Yeah. So someone killed Strelitzia and picked up her book. And I think to me, the question is, is the person that killed Strelitzia and picked up her book um, just some union member we don't know that's a traitor? Or was it one of the foretellers who did it? Like, and maybe they just took their mask off and are now going to like hang out with the dandelions. <laughs> There is one one more thing actually that I that I think is, is
0: fine to just bring up here. The end of this little Shu narration is uh he wonders if this disruption to the upcoming union leaders is another phase in the Master's plan itself. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the guy seems like he sucks. <laughs> seems very likely. Yeah. Um Well, that's that's Unchained Key. That's what a what a ride.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was, I mean, I'm definitely interested to see what comes next. I don't think, like, <laughs> people could probably hear it was mostly kind of baffling and then kind of bad at points, but <laughs> I I am interested in what the mysteries are. Um, Oh, I want to, I want to, uh, I've got a crackpot corner, though. I would love to hear it. So I was thinking about what could be in the box. Okay. And, you know, the thing is, no one knows where the Master of Masters went. And that's because he went to the one place they wouldn't expect, which is inside that box. (laughs) And so (laughs) Shu's carrying that box because, like, he's in that box in stasis so that he can survive to the future that happens after the end of the world. That's my... Oh, you think... You think he's in stasis? I I was
0: imagining him like a contortionist in a suitcase. Oh, he's just
1: got like a bunch of like Oreos and like some 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 like juice juice boxes or something in there. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but he is also curled up into a little twisted pretzel. No, I was going for like this is kind of jokey, but also I don't know, maybe that is how he got to the future because he just went in that box and he's being carried to the future okay. by Luciu. I think that'd be very you know funny what? if that's what eventually comes out of the box is the Master of Masters. So. <laughs> and it's the Master of Master, so you know that when he pops out he's going to be like, "Hello. No, I think you do hey! the- I think you do the thing where he like stretches and yawns and says, "What did I miss?"
0: Ten thousand years <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> That's right, so look forward to that being confirmed,
0: everybody yeah i I'm ready to confirm it right now, but I'll hold off because it's not. Do you have any guesses? Not confirmed. Not. Do you have guesses
1: about what's in the box that you can share with me, or do you have to wait to share what you think's in the box? Let
0: me me scroll up to my list here. Do I have any that I can share? Uh, Well, I have one that's not really fleshed out at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That literally just says, the black box is empty, and there's no elaboration.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's there's definitely a non-zero possibility that's what's in there.
0: Yeah. The reason that there's no additional text there is because I have no actual idea what that would mean or why that would be the case. <laughs> so uh yeah, maybe if I if I'm given any reason, maybe missing link will have some lore uh for me to flesh that one out, but don't expect to hear a full crackpot corner on that one anytime soon. Alright. Uh can't get
1: into that one. Oh wait, hmm no, there's not really any. Gotcha. Okay, alrighty. Well, I guess we might find out sometime. Probably in Kingdom Hearts 4.
0: Yeah, one of them I might... Uh, I don't remember exactly when everything happens. It's possible that I might be able to do one of them next time. Okay. Depending on when events transpire. Alright. Uh, Next week, Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. I, I'm still undecided. I'll decide this obviously before next time, but... If you watched all the way to the end, Damo had a little recommendation in this video that was watch all of Union Cross, then watch all of Dark Road, the Xehanort prequel, and then go on to Kingdom Hearts 3 and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm undecided on that. The way that I experienced it, as I've probably said before, is I watched the beginning of Union Cross, everything that was out up to the point that Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and then I stopped there, played Kingdom Hearts 3, came back for the rest I'm inclined to do that, but I'll have to, I'll, I'll jump around and see if there's any big, <laughs> like, Kingdom Hearts 3 spoilers that might detract from our experience if we do all of Union Cross in one go. Okay. We've got more important stuff to talk about. Sure do. Uh, do we, I'll, I should write down the order that we do this in. Questions or dive to the wiki? Let's do questions, I think. We have a question on our co host from noah at al dude oh okay which says what if demix was a keyblader and his sitar turned into a keytar what if pinocchio got a keyblade and it was a p blade anyways who do you want to see with a keyblade and who do you think should have their keyblade replaced with a new weapon
1: okay well to the first two things that'd be it would be good it would be good (laughs) one it would be good two it would be great yeah who else would I like to see with a keyblade that doesn't have a keyblade?
0: Gee, Jiminy, my P organ is my heart. <laughs> my P
1: organ is my power. <laughs> I think that's a direct quote from Liza P. It might be. I don't know. Who do we want to see with a keyblade? I mean, I think like my Donald and Goofy. It seems messed up. They don't have them. It would be nice if they had. Um... That's my boring answer. Yeah, that's a boring is that answer. Is Donald and Goofy but...
0: should have keyblades. It's boring because it's true. Because at this point, why don't they? <laughs> right. I think in the first game, they didn't have keyblades because it was sort of implied that there was the keyblade that one person has and that Sora was the keyblade master. But now that we know that so many people have keyblades, it raises the question, why don't Donald and Goofy get to have keyblades?
1: They seem to have good hearts and they're there yeah. to fight all the time. So they have. And- <laughs> You're right. Good point. Why doesn't Goofy have a keyblade? Oh yeah, <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> no, Donald has a strong heart. He's a jerk, but that doesn't mean it does. If if a set can have a Keyblade, Donald can have but, a Keyblade. Axel He's sort gets of a, one. a set of ducks.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's like the easy answer. You're right. I guess I don't know if there's a more interesting answer to be had. Um, I think if Axel gets a Keyblade, Syx gets a Keyblade. Okay, so they can have a Keyblade fight. Sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, Pete. Pete should have a Keyblade. <laughs> that, that, why didn't I think of that? That's the obvious answer. Pete should have a keyblade. That'd be amazing.
0: <laughs> what's he What's he doing with that thing?
1: Well, it's obviously a, a, like a dark keyblade. And uh-huh. I don't know. He's just, maybe he's <laughs> unlocking stuff that shouldn't be unlocked. <laughs> just in a troublemaking yeah. sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, like,
0: walking around in, like, a residential area, just unlocking people's front doors and carrying on.
1: And then locking stuff that they don't want locked, and, yeah. It, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. He just, like, sees someone, like, jump out of their car to, like, run back inside and grab something. And he sees that they left their keys, like, in the cup holder. And he's like, he's <laughs> just gonna really mess their day up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, like with with everything with Kingdom Hearts, it'd be better if Pete was more involved. And yeah, he should have a key.
0: Who should have their keyblade replaced with something else? Mm. Axel should have his keyblade replaced with some cool flame chakrams.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, honestly, I kind of like when Riku wasn't a keyblade person, but just had like other types of powers. Mm. Um, so if he just went back to having his sword, that could be cool. What if what if Roxas only fought with a struggle bat?
0: There you go. Yeah. Or like a struggle blade. It's like a keyblade-shaped blue foam bat. <laughs> yeah, okay, that'd, that'd be all right. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And Mickey can just have an actual sword. Yeah, M- Mickey gets a gun. He he gets Excalibur. Right. There you go. And a gun. Yeah. He's he's uh oh shit I don't remember in that in the uh, <laughs> like a dragon Ishin, he's got the like wild dancer style or whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, and it's like, Mickey is the most anime character, as we've mentioned. He loves to talk. <laughs> he loves to talk with his back turned to people and do cool yeah. flips and stuff. So he should really have we'll a gun. Pay for this. He should have a gun blade.
0: Oh, he could take Leon's. Yeah.
1: There we go. Mm-hmm. Or Lightning. Man, has is, is Lightning showed up in Kingdom Hearts yet? It's kind of amazing if Lightning hasn't showed up in Kingdom Hearts. Because... No-, no, she has She, I think... I know I've been wrong about this
0: before. I'm pretty sure that there are lightning medals in Union Cross. Yeah, because of loves... Lo- Let me confirm this, because I also said that How to Train Your Dragon was in it.
1: It's gonna be hard to Google Lightning Kingdom Hearts, I think.
0: I'm just on the wiki. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can get a... Oh, there's like a chibi, almost like a Funko Pop lightning medal. <laughs> oh, it's from uh, World of Final Fantasy. I see. I need to play those games. I've heard that they're good, and I've also heard that they're not good.
1: Yeah, uh, l- let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll
0: probably go exactly how it went when I played Final Fantasy X. I forgot.
1: <laughs> All right, yeah, fair enough. I believe we also had a question on Discord. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, yeah, Verdigree asked, if you were a foreteller, which would you be? Uh, let's just do that for our part first, I guess. Um, uh, I would be Ira because
0: I'm the nicest guy and everyone likes me.
1: I feel like this sucks because I don't like any of the foretellers. I think they're all kind of bad outside of Ava, but I don't necessarily want to be Ava either. I don't think that, (laughs) but, but yeah, I guess, I mean, yeah, I guess I would choose Ava because I get to do something that isn't terrible. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Um, Knowing we couldn't be the
0: traitor, how would we
1: determine who's, I mean, I'm, I'm a god gamer at Among Us, mm -hmm. so it would be very easy for me. So what what kind of Among Us tactics would you bring towards determining who the traitor is?
0: I use pure logic. I pay attention to where everyone is all the time. I take extensive notes in my head, and I never lie. Okay. Pure vibes also is the other thing. Okay. If 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 I just get a good feeling from someone, if they seem scared of me, if I'm I'm Ira and I'm like running down the hallway under the bridge, and I see a said, and he kind of doubles back for a second because he thinks that I'm about to kill him, then I'm like. A said Aset is good. He's a nice guy.
1: All right. Um knowing I don't yeah, there is no good way to determine who the traitor is. I guess well, here here it is is you um you force all the foretellers to just like all hang out in the same place and no one gets to leave. <laughs> and then the classic among us strat of clumping up. Yeah. Yeah, like n- the foretellers never get to leave each other's sight anymore and Someone's going to slip up eventually if they're doing traitor stuff.
0: I also think this might be controversial. I think they could have just summoned their cheerethys. I think they could have done that. And I think they could have just been like, why don't we just all summon our cheerethys? And then Gula or whoever, I don't remember who said it was like, that won't work because I'd be like, bullshit, do it right now. Now, 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 now. Too long. Yep, you're the traitor. You took way too long. (laughs) Yep. A good guy would have just summoned his cheerethy.
1: (sighs) Yeah, but... I'm not even really convinced there is a traitor, honestly. I, I almost feel like the master oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, might have just said there was to make them fight. I'm I'm definitely dropping Gula into the chasm and then it pops
0: up and says Gula was not the traitor and we <laughs> and I just go, Well That's good luck. And then we all mute.
1: Yeah. Uh is this Wish Us
0: Duck or is this Dive to the Wiki now? This is Dive to the Wiki. Okay. I think that I would like to read about uh the Getterborn. The Getterborn. The Getterborn? Okay. Oh, I the Getterborn, get are the eponymous main antagonistic force in Kingdom Hearts' Getterborn Rising. The Getterborn are Heartless or Nobodies, which have been exposed to Getter rays, giving them Getter Robo slash Getter Robo G-like appearances. When Heartless becomes a Getterborn, so too will its Nobody if it still exists and vice versa. According to Cohen Stinger... They were created to be the messengers of a mysterious force called the Getter, which Sora sees as as an enemy of the universe and desires his death.
1: Huh. Uh, Sora doesn't really desire death. Well, actually, no, that's not true. Sora does desire death. Okay. Oh, it sees Sora's enemy wants to kill him. I misunderstood. Got it. I (laughs) think.
0: Cohen Stinger is a possibly antagonistic supporting character in Kingdom Hearts Getter Born Rising and a a major member of a shadowy organization known as Hertz. Please tell me more about Hertz. Is that maybe this is just from Getter Robo? Might just be from Getter Robo. Wait, Hertz adheres to the naming scheme of two major organizations in Neon Genesis Evangelion: Nerve (Nerve in German) and Seal (Soul
1: in German). Hertz is German for heart. Man, so much. So much different anime coming together here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sad that that I I didn't know about Getter Robo, and I was hoping this was Getter Done, and I was hoping this was all uh, Lady (laughs) the Cable Guy. Getter Born! We're to Getter Born! Getter Blade! Oh,
0: apparently, Cohen and Stinger are the antagonists of the game Getter Robo
1: Armageddon. Got it. Hey, I think- It should should be called Armagedder. If you haven't done it yet, you should click on uh, Getter Blade. Oh, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Getter Blade is a new keyblade made for Sora in Kingdom Hearts Getterborn Rising. It is made for fighting Getterborn on foot. The handle guard vaguely resembles Shin Getter Robo's torso, and the keychain is in the rough shape of Shin Getter Robo's head. I mean, it looks like... It really, really, truly looks like Sora has shoved his keyblade up the ass of a robot.
1: Yeah, it does look like that. It does appear to be that it's sort of like... A keyboard that assembles like a like a I don't know like any sort of um Power Rangers type show or like Common Rider oh, type thing.
0: Yeah, those are those are three um three like spaceships that have all slotted into each other. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: What is Getter Robo? <laughs> is Getter Robo Sentai? I thought it was a oh it's, su- oh it's Super Robot stuff. Okay. Oh okay yeah it is it is like a Tokusatsu robot show. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of Chibi Robo. <laughs> I'd thinking of Chibi Robo, yeah. Okay. This looks alright. I don't know. The Getterblade's great though. I love seeing a crayon drawing on this, this wiki.
0: The Getterborn appear to have been inspired by the invaders from Getter Robo Armageddon. I don't think that you get to say that about your own. <laughs> it,
1: it could be inspired by that. One could argue. <laughs> it's impossible to say for sure. Oh, did you so did did you read the etymology of Getterborn? Did I miss that?
0: Uh, they refer to the heartless slash nobodies in question being reborn through the getter rays.
1: Get a raise. (laughs) Get a raise. Get a
0: raise, robot. I'm going into my job working at the cable company. I hope I get a raise. (laughs) Um, uh, each heartless subbreed is named for their corresponding get machines animal namesakes in Latin, including the Draco, while the other two nobody subbreeds have different naming schemes. Rigel is a pun on Liger Explain that Bearing in mind the interchangeability of the letters L and R in Japanese translating And Piskies is named after the Zodiac sign for Fish Hmm That still just
1: sounds like Getter Robo stuff, wiki writer <laughs> It's possible this is all this is all copy-pasted from Getter Robo wiki Yeah, well, I guess I've learned about Getter Robos, that's nice
0: Oh yeah, there is there is a Getter Robo fan out there Let's, Okay, hold on <laughs> mm-hmm. Scroll to the top Scroll to the top Scroll to the top and click on the user page of Gokai White. Sure. Oh. Oh? Is this Final Fantasy X? Where? Oh. It's like Sora shirtless in a pool with fireflies all around him. Holding a girl who might be Kairi.
1: Yeah, they've like photoshopped Sora and Kairi into the Yuna and Titus scene.
0: But then maybe that's not Kairi. No, I don't think that's Kairi. I think that's the OC. Because above that, there's a picture of an O.C. sitting in a throne, and under it, there's a picture of Riku and Kairi on the beach. So I think this is a re-Kairi shipper.
1: I see. Wow. Oh,
0: no. My original characters include
1: Majin Getter. (laughs) I can't hear Getter without thinking Larry the Cable Guy, so that's... I'm just loving it. (laughs) (laughs) Majin
0: Getter! Master Eel Knots. Oh, no. Click on Eel Knots. (laughs) Oh <laughs> no. It's Stan Lee. Oh no. Master Eel Knots is an OC created by Gokai White as a tribute to Stan Lee, December 28, oh. 1922 to 20, 1922 to November 12, 2018.
1: This is the person that, that has all that fan fiction about evil Tony Stark too. Oh good. That's what Shinsegi is. That's oh man, this is one of my favorite alias stand the man type human presumably. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow! Script English correct. voice, Stan Lee archived audio. Gokai Gokai White understudy. Gokai White actually met the real Stan Lee at Frank and Sons Collectible Show in
1: 2015. Huh? Oh, I'm really sad. Nice. I'm really sad. I found they have a Bionicle one, but unfortunately, it's not very f- f- fleshed out. I was hoping to be way more fleshed out because Bionicle no, Bionicles are not fleshed out at all. Because Bionicle's insane all on its own. And so I was hoping to get that flavor of Kingdom Hearts was Bionicle. But anyway,
0: Bionicle really just passed me by. I had Bionicle toys and it wasn't for like another 10 plus years that I learned that there was intense Bionicle lore and fandom. Yeah, it passed me up. But then I like, I, I heard that extra oh, credit episode. For those
1: things? Yeah. That extra credit episode. For the, for the Lego skeletons that you can flick a disc out of their hand? Yeah, no, like the creators went real wild with that one. <laughs>
0: How how nice for someone, for a lot of people that I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: this is a real journey. Yeah. And, and now and now this is Wish Us Duck? Oh, yeah. This is Wish Us Duck, the segment that I forgot about. <laughs> I'll never forget, and I'll never practice. <laughs> where we try to sound like Donald Duck. Yeah, where where we sound. Sa- what did Donald Duck say this week? Did Chirithy, Dark Chirithy say anything good?
0: Uh, he said something about, like, putting you in a dream you'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me show you a dream you'll never forget. Um, what was the thing that Gula said? Uh, hey, it's you. You don't look so good. Are you okay? All right, here we go. Yeah, you can try to say that. Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> yeah,
1: I got about half of that. Um, oh no. Nope. It was doing this okay earlier. God damn it. All right.
0: (laughs) That's Donald pulling out his gun when it's time to get his truant nephews to school.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, I've killed my nephews.
0: Here I'll do I'll do the nightmare charity one too for good measure because it's been a while. Okay. What was? Oh, it's like I I don't have the whole quote, but I believe he says I'm gonna show you a dream
1: you'll never forget. Okay. Now do Larry Donald Duck doing Larry the Cable Guy (laughs) saying "Get her born." Wow, that's a lot of layers. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That that was great. I loved that. I, I really tried to
0: do the Donald Duck voice in the way that I would do the Larry the Cable Guy voice.
1: Yeah. Uh, it came through. Disney, you know where to find me. That's right. Oh, I, Do they actually know where to find you? Yeah, they probably do. But you could tell them, I guess, right now where they could find you on the
0: internet. I pirated Sleeping Beauty one time. They probably have my name and address on a list. A kill list. Yeah. They'll get to me. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people on the list above me, but they'll get to me. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, But if you're not Disney, you can find me at co-host at Positive Stress, and you can listen to my other podcast, Dr. Huh, which, of course, also was on a little break because Jordan and I were also sick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But we have recorded our episode, and it will be up by the time you hear this on, can I remember? Oh, the, the infamous episode, Love and Monsters. Oh, and we've got a very exciting episode next time because we reached a Patreon goal. So we're going to be watching the Doctor Who TV movie. We're going to finally meet the Eighth Doctor properly and say hello and goodbye to him <laughs> forever.
1: Huh. Uh, um, you can find me on Cohost. Are you done? Sorry, I just started talking. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Cohost at Achilles Healy's or also on Blue Sky. If you have access to Blue Sky. Um, (laughs) uh, I haven't done any other podcasts recently, but, you know, I did stream a little bit of Advent Rising last weekend, and I plan to keep doing that intermittently, so keep an eye on my social media. I'll post before I do it again. Um, I couldn't make it to the stream, but I did see the clip where you crashed into a ship. Oh, that's within the first 10 seconds of the game? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's. I believe the title was The End of Advent Rising, and I was
1: like, oh, he beat it in one stream? Yeah, the joke is the credits are still playing when I'm doing that. And, and, oh, and, those were the opening credits. Those are the credits. opening credits that are playing. I truly believe that you crashed and died during the end credits. No, no, no. I'm nowhere near the end of that game, apparently. Um, uh, it's not good. Um, I guess... Yeah, this is a Halo killer. I never got to play as a kid, but I was, like, super excited by all the, like, promotional material for it. And so I've been thinking about it ever since, and I finally got around to playing it. And uh, I don't know. I don't think it killed Halo. And all your childhood dreams came true. I don't think it killed Halo, sadly. Is that not why Halo stopped? No, that's just, like, Microsoft doing a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: we are hosted on Noisepace.xyz where you can find other podcasts like Zero to Zero and LMNOP and more. Yeah, facts. And like we say at the end of every episode of this podcast, we say it in the classic voice that we all love. Keyblade,
1: Keyblade, Keyblade, Keyblade.
0: And I guess just for good measure. <laughs> That was a low-effort one. That's what you're getting. Yeah.
1: Bye. Bye. I have seen it through. The Keyblade War. Exactly as written on the lost page. Now the Keyblade the Master entrusted to me must be bequeathed to another. Five Union leaders have been chosen from the surviving
0: Dandelions. I will pass the Keyblade to one of them, and then continue watching the future unfold. Yet it seems someone has pulled the old switcheroo. One of the five is
1: an imposter. Someone the Master did not choose. They represent a virus in the program he so carefully wrote.